now now keep in mind that keeping a food log is a good idea however if you're not sure which of the foods are causing the inflammation triggering what's called foreign protein reactions and the whole issue with the acne breakouts and the hormonal imbalances you couldn't possibly know and if you did you probably would have solved it by now The best book ever written on the subject of acne, Be Gone for Good. I have the co-author, Dr. Sonia Batarisi Banasel, and I want to pick up a few clips to really help you to understand how acne itself is not an external problem that harsh chemicals can remove. It is an internal problem hormonal issue. I'm going to jump right into this clip so you get clarity and I'm going to give you a few tips about the solutions to have acne be gone for good. Dr. Nick Delgado here with Sonia Badrescia Banasel. Hi Dr. Nick, how are you? I know you're a board certified dermatologist and you're the co-author of Acne Be Gone for Good. This is an important podcast for us because I think people around the world are concerned about the ever-growing incidence of not just chronic diseases, but the obvious signs of chronic diseases. And what's more obvious than looking at a person's skin? And when you see their skin, and if it's broken out with pimples, blackheads, acne, I travel all over the world and some countries seem to have a bigger problem. I've noticed the Philippines in particular mm. and some other areas. And then I've also noticed in some places I've traveled where their skin's immaculate and beautiful. Mm -hmm. So what's going on what is the cause of this acne and uh, we'll start with that what is the cause you know dr. Nick I think as just as you know um, there's a multitude of different reasons that people get acne and some of this is covered in our book um, the four main factors that we know medically absolutely um, cause acne are imbalances in the hormone level um, quite a large percentage of this is still unknown and I think that's where you play a big role in letting us know what exactly is going on with hormonal imbalances. Number two, uh, a lot of oil production. So the oil gland is overproducing, working overtime, producing so much oil on the skin, especially the T-zone and that's probably the most common clinical issue that I have is I'm just so oily T-zone and that causes a lot of acne in those areas. Uh, that also breeds um, pores that get clogged up. So nothing can get in, nothing can get out, it can't breathe. So the pores are all being clogged up all over the face, the chest, even the back. Um, after that comes bacteria. It's a great environment for bacteria to grow under the skin. And then that breeds the final, which is inflammation. Inflammation comes in to try to eat up these bacteria that don't belong there, really clean things up. So if you can imagine, that's a lot going on under just one little pimple. Imagine it going on all over the face, chest, and back. Okay, so think about it. The hormones are out of balance. The skin becomes oily. The pores become clogged, and this is kind of a grounds for bacteria to fester, and then last, inflammation. So the solutions to this, again, is not an external. It's all happening internally. And uh, we're going to jump back to continue to understand more. Exactly. And, uh, you know, I think that there's been an ongoing dogma or belief 
particularly in the dermatological field, that maybe diet doesn't play much of a role, but they're starting to open their mind now, starting to realize, and there are published studies now that are finally confirming that the diet, the foods that you eat, uh, particularly influence insulin, a very, very important hormone. Mm -hmm. They influence testosterone. They influence uh, the production of estrogen that might have an effect on what's called sex hormone binding globulin, and that affects how much free-floating hormones are in the body. Mm -hmm. We know that we're exposed to toxins in the environment. There's so many more chemicals now than maybe 100 years ago. So we're at a very important crossroads where people need to be educated, mm -hmm. but more importantly, there are solutions, aren't there. Absolutely. And you touched on a really important point. The glycemic index or those insulin spikes that are happening in the body is one of the causes of these hormonal imbalances that breed acne. So if you ask a person, you know, is there something that really breaks you out? A lot of times they don't know. Um, certainly we thought about maybe dairy and fried foods and the things that people associate with acne, but there was really nothing in our literature to uh, prove that association existed until there was a journal, uh, I believe it was out of Australia, where they looked at glycemic index and they looked at insulin levels and they found that insulin spikes were not good for the skin. And what caused those insulin spikes? Well, it's all the stuff that's bad for us, the stuff that we shouldn't be eating anyway. The dairy and the greasy foods and the fattening foods and the sugars, all of that really went into those spikes that caused uh, breakouts. So what a really good thing for you know those um, acne sufferers out there, if they're not quite sure if diet plays a role, you know, I, I tell them, go ahead and keep a uh, journal every day. You log in the foods that you're eating every day, and over maybe the next six months, you might start finding that there might be trends. So I'll, I'll usually tell a patient, look, we know that the healthier foods are always going to be better for your skin, uh, but keep a diary, you know, keep a log of what really is causing those exacerbated acne flare-ups, because if you find there's that association, of course, now Naturally, you can take that out of your diet. Well, now, now keep in mind that keeping a food log is a good idea. However, if you're not sure which of the foods are causing the inflammation, triggering what's called foreign protein reactions, and the whole issue with the acne breakouts and the hormonal imbalances, you couldn't possibly know. And if you did, you probably would have solved it by now. So the important thing to understand is this is where the advent of very targeted supplementation that we've discovered, and I might say quite <laughs> impressively so, that these particular cruciferous vegetable extracts, the DIM, the indole-3-carbonyl, the chrysin, the D-glucolactone. There's a combination of natural herbs that come from whole foods, such as cruciferous vegetables and apples and so forth. And it really does play a huge role. And once we catch your attention that it is an internal problem and that these conditions start to be improved significantly, then along the way, do a food diary. Keep track of your food intake and shift and move toward the whole natural food intake that we're talking about. So let's jump in a little further. Well, Dr. Sonia, I know there's this growing belief, particularly with the resurgence of an old throwback to the Atkins diet, the keto diet. These people are basically blaming everything on sugar. And I get it. Sugar's not good for you. It's processed. But why don't they understand that 
Equally bad is the fact that these oils are processed. They mm -hmm. come from whole natural foods. They've removed the fiber. They remove mm -hmm. most of the vitamins and minerals, particularly the phytochemicals and enzymes that protect and stabilize blood sugar levels. Dr. David Jenkins in his landmark work regarding glycemic index talked about the fact that fresh fruit, uh, 10, 20 servings of fruit a day has, because of its polyphenols, a very special chemical inherent within whole fruit and in olives and other whole foods that it basically basically stabilizes insulin. So now we're coming in and looking at this closely and we want our audience to know that oftentimes it's separated oils, excess fats and meats, these oils and fats, they tend to cause the insulin to not be sensitive any longer. Meaning insulin's main job as a hormone is to push glucose into the cells, fatty acids, amino acids, and really much like insulin-like growth factor, uh, it, it's a subgroup that is insulin itself to make it real simple. It just ushers in the right nutrients into cells to be burned for calories to give you energy and to, to function, to live. But if the insulin is desensitized, meaning there's something that's altered its, uh, its ability to, to usher the uh, nutrients into the cells, then we have uh, metabolic syndrome, we have the potential for developing PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. So there's a whole host of things going on. And I know uh, people say, but you know, I know when I eat candy, things get worse, but what kind of candy? Is it Skittles, which is just sugar? Or is it like milk chocolate Hershey, where it's, it's fat and sugar? I would lend to say that certainly the sugar is not good, but when you add the fat, that compounding effect, you've got the worst of both worlds. Yes, absolutely. And you know, now we see a couple of different demographics of a patient population that's entering not only just the teenagers, um, because you know, with teenage acne, the standard is they usually grow out of it. But now it's this whole adult onset acne or this hormonal acne issue that we're facing, which is a lot more common than it was a couple of decades ago. So there is definitely something else going on. And that is very much environmental, I do believe, where you know, you've got all your you know, bad estrogens and your hormones and your stress. And I mean, you, when you compare it to, um, you know, just the simple diet that even, you know, when I go back to India, when I look at the diet that they have, it's all fresh, it's organic. It's, mm. um, you know, the cows that are raised are, you know, raised in the right way. They're, you know, so everything that we have there is very fresh. And for them, they actually don't even, um, eat the same food as, you know, the same day. So they're, they're considering food old after an hour to two hours, they will actually give it away to um, someone out there, the homeless population, because they believe that strongly that fresh food and organic food is that important. And you'll see this, um, you know, minimization of skin problems of the skin disorders, especially acne. Now, I would say though, that that's pretty impressive. I mean, imagine, I mean, in her homeland, how they eat all organic and fresh and whole and natural. And even after one hour, it's considered like, you know, getting old, right? So I think that uh, when you look at populations around the world, and you look at the types of foods that are eaten, you're going to start to find more and more that the plant-based oil-free type approach, sugar-free, is really a incredible advancement and support foundation to having healthy skin. And there's nothing like the discovery that we found that the particular 
phytochemicals that are rich in this overall product intervention uh, that we call EstroBlock. And it also is a subgroup of another uh, product that lends to kind of the monitoring and control or modulation of what we call DHT, dihydrotestosterone, and the androgens. And more importantly, we've discovered that sex hormone binding globin, which transports all the hormones that this improves significantly by using the combination of supplementation, diet, reducing stress, as was mentioned, healthy exercise to detoxify, high fiber foods to pull toxins out of the body, and even infrared spa. So these are some of the key tips I wanted to leave you with. And don't forget, quality sleep's essential. And if you are doing certain things in your life that are interfering with your sleeps, it's going to affect your hormones in your skin. Your gut health is critical. And we're going to cover more of this in the coming segment, but I really wanted to leave you with this and take the special uh, hormonal quiz at the website here listed in the show notes. So this is Dr. Nick saying, be strong, be well, have healthy skin. And we're going to continue with this segment with Dr. Sonia Batterisi Banasel, board certified dermatologist, co-author of Acne Be Gone for Good. We are so excited to share this incredible information that will transform your skin, your health, the quality of your relationships, how you view yourself, your self-esteem. Yes, all of that and more, I'm convinced, plays a big role. Thanks, everyone. Be well. Hey, guys, I got to tell you, the new coaching program has come out, and we're excited about the coaching program because the coaching program is at nickdelgado.com. We'd love to help to guide you, to coach you on your health journey. And now you can apply for the special coaching program. And you can also get our special book, Immune Rejuvenation. Just leave your name and email, and you're going to get one of the best books written on this whole subject. We are excited to know, Anne, and I got to tell you that, you know, the whole idea of immune rejuvenation has come.